Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. I'm so excited to be here, and this is my first time to giving testimony. Definitely not the last. I'm just in Genesis. (laughs) I'm still in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just encouraged by Auntie Girl. I mean, she... She, she's going through a tough time, but then she still has time to help other people. The reason I'm here is because she made a way for me to do my in-service training. And... <coughs> sorry. <laughs> I finished my courses, but I needed to do my in-service training. But I remember LP Dela always organized breakfast meeting just to meet and talk to church members that you don't get opportunity to talk to. So, and girl gave me the ride back from the breakfast. Thank you, Alpidela, for the breakfast. And she gives me, and then we were chatting, and I remember her mentioning that she's doing the same curse that I did. So I was sitting at home, and I couldn't find a way. I didn't know even where to begin. And I was so scared. I'm not even from this country. I was so scared to even enter into office and just ask for in-service training. So I remember and I asked Auntie, for Auntie Girl's number and somebody gave me the number and I talked to her. And then she said, it's okay. And then I was just given my CV and qualification that I have. And by God's grace, I got the in-service training in Paintown. <laughs> and... Uh, as Rev D always says, uh, when you come and they pray for your child, just because of the certificate you get for loyalty house, they'll just take you. <laughs> just because of the recommendation I had from someone from Loyalty International, they welcome me very well. And the place I'm working at, it's just amazing. It's just good. And I love it. Thank you very much. And I want to say thank you for Reverend Daniel and LP Dela. If it wasn't for Reverend Daniel's visit in my house that day, I don't know if I'll, I'll be... I mean, I was the happiest person to see Rev D. <laughs> Besides LP Dela, when I, when I saw Rev D by my house, I was so excited. I'm like, he's a superstar <laughs> by my house. So I couldn't sit home on Sunday, but to come to this church and see my superstar from the Lord. Thank you. Wow. We have a superstar pastor. And he truly is. He truly is. We thank God for the servant that he has given us in this house. And by his counsel and his prayers, we are all getting somewhere. We are moving forward. So be encouraged. No matter your situation, God will definitely come through for you if you obey. Amen. Wow. Oh, that mercy. Wow. Lift your hands wherever you are and let us pray. I want you to speak to God 
today, just speak to him for a moment or two, wherever you find yourself seated, wherever you are standing, speak to God, because we've come to meet God and not to meet a man, ask him to speak to you, ask him to speak to you, if you speak in tongues, just begin to release some mysteries, Bible says he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God for no man understandeth him but unto God he speaks mysteries so wherever you are for a moment today I feel strongly that before the word of God comes let us speak some mysteries mysteries Brando laba, brando laba, ripando lobos, kipando lare. Brante le pequendo dios, kipalo bada. Brando bras, kipalo los, chatolias, kitolayanda. Brande de batosi, pando la belle, ripalos, kipalababa. Branto skipadoba, setoliba candibe. Rindo lobos, santelebe, cantalala. Rapantos que pandirian talabacanto palia, minto lobos que talababa, brantolas que pandolo, brantalibobala, ripatosico labadebe, ripandolos que badada, brandolobo, rentolabas que palolo, satelebe, kimola palias que palolo, santolico sepa. Rapa de ba de brondo lobo brinda le ba lipa sota seke di ba mi solo bosa we give you glory we bless you 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 banda la ba 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 da krasi pali krasi pali be ripa do dos ke palaba yone. Glorify your name. Glorify your name. Glorify your name. We love you. Jesus, we love you. We praise you. We adore you. Glorify your name in all the Lift your hands wherever you are. Tell him to glorify his name. Glorify your name. 
Somebody, tell somebody you will be blessed. Give somebody a hug wherever you are. Just move around freely. Give somebody a high five. Give somebody a handshake. Give somebody a hug. Give somebody a smile. Give somebody a pat on the shoulder. His splendor, 
clothed in majesty. Let all the earth rejoice. Let all the earth rejoice. He wraps himself in light. And darkness tries to hide. And darkness tries to hide. And trembles at his voice. a great God. I said we serve a very great God. Look, the kind of God we serve, the Bible says he rolled back the waters of the mighty Red Sea for Israel to walk on dry ground. There's no greater God than this. The Bible says he slew famous kings, even Pharaoh. Yeah. In those days, Pharaoh was like Donald Trump today. And God slew him. That's the kind of God we serve. This morning I wrote on my, my status, expect something good, do good, do good. It will happen suddenly, you'll be shocked. Yeah. Your breakthrough is coming suddenly and you'll be shocked. Yeah. Suddenly, you have a surprise. I said, he rolled back the waters of the mighty Red Sea. Of the mighty Red Sea. And he said, I will lead you. Put your trust in me. Let's sing it again. He rolled back the waters. He rolled back the waters of the mighty Red Sea. And he said, I will leave. 
no matter what your problem is, just remember he rolled back the waters of the Red Sea. How, how, what's the verse? How great is our God. How great is our God. He's the greatest of all. He's forever the same. Forever the same. Roll back the water of the mighty Red Sea. And he said, I'll leave. God again. Now just listen How to that He's asking a question. God. How great is our God? How great is His How name? Great is his name? Then he answers his own question. He is the, the greatest, greatest of all. My God. He's forever the same. Then he gives an example of one of the things he, he rolled back the water of the mighty Red Sea, and he said, I will lead you. Put your trust in me. So put your trust in me. Listen, I don't know what your situation is, I don't know what your problem is, I don't know what you are carrying. But put your trust in a great God. His CV is impeccable. He has done greater things than what you are going through. If he can roll back waters of a sea, then your marriage, he can fix it. Then your school, he can fix it. Then your financial life, he can fix it. Then your family issues, he can fix it. Then your health, he can fix it. Receive a fixing right now from that great God. Yeah. Your miracle will find you. Do good, do good. Tell your neighbor it will find you all of a sudden. Look, we are we are in the last part of the year. There's not much you can do because time is not on your side. Do you see? Yesterday, I was watching Manchester United play against Bournemouth. And United were down by a goal. Then they equalized. Then the game was getting to the end. I watched it at a point. I wanted to put a message like, somebody, I didn't have a car. So I wanted to say, anybody who has a car should come and pick me. I need to go and do some follow-up. Because it looks like the game is over. I give up. There's not much that can be done. But at the very end, just some funny ball that came. By the time I could say Jack, I couldn't finish even Robinson. Pa! United was in the lead. That's it. That's how your miracle will come. By the time the devil can say Jack, pa! Your miracle has come. Receive a breakthrough wherever you are. Yeah. We 
are in that time that we need miracles. If you are writing matric at this time, you can't change much. Unless God does a miracle. And God is doing a miracle in your way. Some of you have tried business this year. It doesn't look like it's working. And the year is coming to a close. Receive a miracle wherever you are. Yeah, It will happen to you all of a sudden. Put your hands together for a great God. And you may be seated in the presence of God. I feel an exciting service coming up. Wow. Well, welcome to November and to this morning's service. I believe that God has a special word for you. Somebody say amen. Before I start preaching, I just want to make two quick announcements. They are connected and interrelated. This coming week, we have Bishop Larry coming to us. Can I hear a roar from the house? So, on Thursday, we are having a special shepherd's meeting at 6 p.m. from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then on Sunday, we are having another gathering service. Yeah. Another gathering service with Bishop Larry all the way from Madagascar. I believe that we will be so blessed as he visits us. Amen. So mark the date and make sure everybody is here. Invite a friend, invite a neighbor, invite your enemies, invite everybody. Bring them into the presence of God. Can somebody say amen? Wonderful. Well, let me share something with you from the Bible. How many of you believe in the Bible? I have a wonderful treasure, the gift of God without measure. Lift up your Bible. I've got a wonderful treasure, only the ladies. Lift up. If your Bible is on your phone, lift up your phone. Brothers, are you ready? Brothers, can we sing it? I have a wonderful treasure. The gift of God without measure. We will travel together. My Bible and I. Everybody sing it. I have a wonderful treasure. The gift of God without measure. Travel together. 
Hallelujah. Say, this is my Bible. This is my Bible. I believe what it says. I believe what it says. I can do what it says I can I do. Can do what it says I can do. Today, Today, I will be taught from this Bible. I will be taught from this and Bible. I will be blessed. And I will If you blessed. believe it, say amen. Amen. Wow. I thought you had forgotten the song. Well, turn your Bibles with me to... Hebrews chapter number 10. We're reading Hebrews chapter 10. Now my 50 minutes starts. Okay. Sure. Hebrews chapter 10. Now let me go on the stage so that I can be safe. Hebrews chapter 10. We're reading 24 and 25. Hebrews 10, 25. Paul is writing to the church, the Hebrews. He says to them, let us consider one another to provoke one another unto love and unto good works, not neglecting the assembling of ourselves together or the gathering of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but we should exhort one another even so much the more as we see the day approaching. Hallelujah. Here ends the reading of the Lord. You say, thanks be to God. Good. Here, Paul is saying that we should consider one another to provoke one another and to love and unto good works. So Paul says that we should step up one another and to two things. One is love and the second one is what? Good works. Amen. All our activities as Christians must be to stir one another up to love. We shouldn't stir each other up to anger and to evil and to all bad things, but to love and then to good works. So today I've come to provoke us and to good works. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. I've come to provoke the church and to good works. Then he gives an example of one of the good works. In verse 25 he says, Do not neglect the assembling of yourselves together. Or the gathering of yourselves together. It's one of the good works that you must do as a Christian. Coming together. Gathering together. So Paul says, one of the examples of the good works I'm talking about is the good work of assembling ourselves or gathering ourselves together. Whether it's for church service, whether it's for bar center meetings, whether it's for center meetings, anytime we are called to come, to, even if it's for choir rehearsal, once we are called to come together, don't neglect it. It's a good work. And he says the reason is that we should even do it more as we see Jesus coming. But the people around us, they neglect coming to church. It's just because everybody is not going to church. That's why you must go to church. That's why you must encourage each other to go to church. He says it's one of the good works. One of the good things you must do. So I've come to provoke us. As we finish off one year and to get into another, next year is a year of gatherings. Yeah. 
we are going to gather in every corner, small groups, big groups, gatherings upon gatherings. And anybody who comes into a gathering is affected. It's affected by something. 1 Corinthians 14. In 1 Corinthians 14, Paul is still speaking. God bless Paul for Paul. Because Paul is the one that showed us how to do church. Yeah, he came to expand the things that Jesus said and explain to us in detail how to do church. So 1 Corinthians 40, he says that, follow after charity or follow after love and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye prophesy. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, how be it, in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Verse 3 says, and, but he that prophesied speaketh unto men, unto edification, exhortation, and comfort. For he that speaks in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesied edifieth the church. Put your hands together for the word of God. Now, in this portion of scripture, Paul is telling us what happens when we gather ourselves together. He says, follow after love. We have talked about love. He said, desire spiritual gifts. But he says, I will prefer that you prophesy. What is prophecy? Prophecy is speaking under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So as I'm preaching, I'm prophesying. I don't need to say, that saith the Lord. As I'm speaking, once I am under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, I'm prophesying. So he says, I prefer to prophesy than to speak in tongues. Or when you prophesy, I prefer that you prophesy. Or you receive prophecy than you receive tongues. Then he goes on to explain, says, he that speaks in tongues, or he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, Number one, he doesn't speak to men. He's, he's beginning to show you why he prefers prophecies. So he says, he's not speaking unto men. He's speaking unto God. So maybe God will prefer tongues. Because that's what he is speaking to him. But you, what will benefit you, it's not tongues. Then he goes on to explain. He says, because no man understands him. You don't understand what he said. I mean, what does it benefit me when I'm with you? You are speaking a language which I don't understand. I don't benefit. But he says, also don't look down on it because how be it in the spirit? He's speaking mysteries. He's speaking great things. The only reason why you don't understand is because he's speaking to God, not to you. So for even trying to understand, it's almost like you are trying to eavesdrop on somebody's conversation. So he said he's speaking to God. And he's speaking mysteries. That's why in the church, when sometimes Bishop is preaching, he will speak some tongues. Then we say, I receive it. The reason is that we don't understand, but because we know he's speaking mysteries, the only thing we can do is to receive it. 
is to believe that the mysteries are something good for us. So we just so sometimes he preaches there, he says, then we all shout, I receive it. Yeah. Usually we don't know what we are receiving, but the Bible tells us that he's speaking to God, number one, and number two, he's speaking mysteries. What he's saying is, is mysterious. And we have used Google Translate to translate some of the tongues that he has been speaking, and they are really mysterious. Yeah, and they are usually good things towards us. May something good find you. Yeah. But then he says that he, the one who prophesies or the one who preaches, when he preaches, there are three things that happen. Number one, edification. Number two, exhortation. And number three, comfort. Justice. Comfort. Justice is not one of the things that happens. Okay, it's a name. Comfort. Now, when you look at these three things in face value or on face value, I think on face value is better. You can look at them in face value. Look at them on face value. Okay. When you look at them like that, they, they are not any wild Exhortation, edification, confrontation, intemptation. What is it? Do you see? I mean, visitation. But what is this thing? Maybe Pastor Esther just trying to come up with a rhyme. Do you get it? If I want to give a rhyme, I will know which rhyme to give you. You see, I was the one who taught you. Heavy, heavy. Jiggy, jiggy. Baby, do you want me? Sensima, who got the keys to my bima? Who am I? The girls, them sugar. I and I. If we have to give you raps, we can give you raps. It's not raps. But he says, when he prophesies, it brings edification, exhortation, and then comfort. What do these three things mean? I explain to you and then we close it and go home. You'll be shocked at what they mean. Edification, number one, means, to edify means to recharge. To recharge or to charge up. To charge something up. I've come to charge you up as a Christian. When we gather, anytime we gather and God's word comes, God is charging us up. You are like a cell phone. As you go up and down, or just by the passage of time, the battery starts to go down. So by Friday, that's why Friday night temptations are very, 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 very serious. Because by that time, your battery is running at like 20%. Even your phone, if it's a good phone, it would have gone into a power saving mode. Trying to save you. Then Saturday there, it shows you 10%. You are doing something on WhatsApp, then it shows you 10%, then it freezes. Because it doesn't want you to go off. Because the battery is low. And sometimes you go through life, you see you yourself, you're having a low battery. You are running on empty. Sure. So then you come to church on Sunday like this. Then you are charged up again. 
you're charged up. As we were singing, I was charging up. As we were singing, he rolled back the waters of the mighty Red Sea. And he said, I will lead you. Put your trust. Then you are charging up. Some of you came here discouraged, but as you as you were praying in tongues, you could see that you are charging up. I didn't want to change the flavor of the service, but just praying in tongues, you could already see that the presence of God was moving in the place. Just charging up. Then you are charged for the week. Monday at work is one of the most frustrating days at work. People who had a disappointing weekend. People who had gone to blow all their money during the weekend and suddenly they have come to their senses and they have realized how broke they are. Or how much Friday, Saturday, Sunday caused them. They come to work in the morning to take out their frustration on you. Your boss can see that month end is coming. So he's so frustrated by the pressure of paying you that the least thing he wants to cause a beast. He's causing a beast over one sheet of A4 paper. One sheet. He said, you did it. Why, why is the font size so small? This is standard font size we print it. Suddenly you say, you are not wearing your spectacles. The font size is too small. Yeah. All kinds of things. So by the time you finish Monday, you need to enter Monday at the full power. I don't like to get out of my house with my battery at maybe 70%. 80%, 60%. I want to get out. 100 full power. So you go to work on Monday. Tuesday, the power is coming down. Then you come around Tuesday evening to charge up early, to top up. You know, sometimes your battery is not low, low, low. Maybe it's at 60, but you know that where you are going, you'll be out for a long time. So you want to charge up so that the battery is fully full. It's full. So that you know that, look, if I go for four hours, six hours, eight hours, I'll still be okay. I'll still be okay. And your podcast is like your power bank. A power that you carry along with you. When you are getting low, you plug it in. Then you begin to release some powers into your system. Like a power bank. That you go around with you. I don't trust people who don't podcast. This one is not part of today's preaching. It's just a bonus. Three people I don't trust. People who don't pay tithe. People who don't podcast and the third one. And people who don't have basentes or don't belong to a basenta. I don't trust them. Ask your neighbor, are you, do you fall into any of the categories? Yeah. A charging up. Sometimes you have a very difficult week and you need to come to church on Sunday to charge up. That's why when, when it's a Sunday, you wake up and say, I feel very down. I don't feel like going to church. You have missed the point. The fact that you feel down is the reason why you must go to church. Because by the time the service is over, you feel up. You go to be charged up. Uh, my brand you say my brand is very very small if we're going to the main church then I'll come but I look the strength to come to the main church you gather it from your small branch you go to be charged up charged up charged up till the next gathering service then you have the strength to come yeah yeah have the strength to come charged up 
Number two, it means to build up. To build up. To build up. Edification, it means a building up. And this refers to building up somebody in morals, in religion or spiritual things. A build up. To build up somebody. Anytime we gather, we are built up. God is building us up gradually. Building up morally. Some of us have grown up with certain moral defects. Which is by no doing of ours. It's just the environment we grew up in. Some of us have grown up with certain habits. Lying. I mean, I know a girl, she can lie. I mean, lying. She takes it easy. Oh, no, 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 no. She, if lying was a career, she would be a doctor. <laughs> Look, there are only two things she tells me that I believe. Good morning and good evening. Even when she says good morning, I go and look outside. Is it morning? <laughs> oh, I check my time. Oh, it's morning. Yeah. Lies. I tell you. But you grew up with it. So anytime you come and the prophecy is coming, the word of God is coming, something else is being built up in you to counteract the defects. Some of us have been built up with anger disorders. It's almost psychotic. Ask your neighbor, what does psychotic mean? It means... Uya Pambana. <laughs> yeah, it's all, no. Hey, we came to the church. The madman of Gadara didn't he come to where Jesus was? Yeah. Sometimes we have to say it as it is. I mean, call a spade a spade, not a big spoon. Yeah, sometimes, some of you, when you get angry, it's. I mean, it's not nice when you call pastor for pastor to say, CC. It's not nice. I mean, can you imagine if you were to call me and I say, CC, you know something. I have a story. If I tell you today, the service will drag. They are giving me only 15 minutes. One day, let me just tell you. We're dropping off a certain girl at a residence. And they, they had locked the gate. So she was calling the security. So she kept calling the security. Security. Security was not minding her. So I usually, when I drop somebody off, I try to wait for them to enter. For two reasons. One, for them to be safe. Two, also to make sure they have entered. Because sometimes people say, you drop them off and then they go. Meanwhile, they've gone out of the house. The people in the house know that they've gone with their pastor. Do you see? But 2 a.m., you get a call. They are in, um, in Bali, session 14. No, it has happened to me so many times. So, please, if your car is beeping outside, it's in the office. Ah, yes, my car, don't worry. Very soon it will be your car.
What was I saying? So, he was just, she, 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 she. She was just calling us, insecurities. She called, I was waiting. Then at a point, I was getting frustrated. So, I even wanted to go. But then, she said something that killed me. After shouting for some time, then she said, Ezekerete, Uyapambana. <laughs> as soon as she said that thing, those, for those of you who don't understand, what she said that the security man is crazy. As soon as she said that thing, I knew that that girl would sleep outside. <laughs> Even if I'm the security, I won't open for you again. So I told her, look, Sissy, come and sit in the car. Let's go to my house. <laughs> you don't have a chance. <laughs> At least I know that you are not going into this race today. I know. Some of you have anger disorders. Yeah. So it's important that enough of the prophecy goes in. Enough of the word goes in. And the word comes in the gathering. Yesterday we were watching a video. My wife was watching a short video and then I spied. And then, as I was spying, there was this guy, he was talking about eating pork. He was talking about our brothers from these other sects, religions, who, the Jews, the others. Do you get it? Shembes also don't eat pork. Okay, the Jews, the Shembes, and others. When we were young, there was a program, the bear, the tiger, and others. Okay, so the Jews, the Shembes, and others. Okay, so he was saying that these guys they don't eat pork because it's against their religion. But they sleep around, they drink when they are all against their religion, but they do all these things. But pork, they will not eat it. Do you see it? Uh-huh. And he was trying to explain why. And he said that. Even he doesn't know why they don't eat the pork. But from the time he was little, his parents never said, don't drink, don't sleep with people you are not married to, don't do this. The only thing they kept saying was, you don't eat pork, don't eat pork, don't eat pork, don't eat pork. So, as he has grown, it is physically impossible for him to eat pork. If you take somebody like Leah, come, come, come with your nice dress. She doesn't eat pork. I mean, I wonder where she gets all this beauty from without pork. Yeah. So anytime they are ordering pork, I like to sit close to her because extra will come to me. Because as for me, I eat pork. Look. Pork. Now, she now knows that pork is not evil. Do you know that pork is not evil? Please give her, let her say it in the mic. They are watching you live on, from New Zealand. I'll testify to the goodness of the pork. It's not evil. Pork is not evil. But she cannot eat it. She can't. She cannot eat it. If, I'm sure that if she eats pork by mistake, she doesn't know. And you tell her later on, she'll put her finger in her mouth and throw up. Yeah. 
She's tried so many times she can't eat it. Do you know why? Because from when she was little, they have been telling her you can't eat pork. It's, it's against your, your religion. It's haram. Haram means it's evil. It's bad. It's unclean. It's dirty. So pork is dirty. They've drummed it in several times. Although she knows that that thing is a lie, physically, she can't do it. I can't. She can't. Ask her. Um, no, stop it. Ask her. Ask her. All of you, ask her if she can. She can't. I've tried. I can't. She can't to the point that even the people around her, she doesn't want them to eat it. Yeah. Thank you. Give us our mic. It's made of pork. So when you come to church, we are drumming the truth into you. So that when you grow up or even after time goes on, you will see that it becomes physically impossible for you to do the wrong thing. Yeah. It becomes physically impossible. It becomes impossible. We are building you up. Even, even we are building, we are improving. It also means to improve the mind. To improve the mind. As you are in church, your mind is being improved. Yeah, your mind is being improved. Quality is being added to you. You no longer see if we look at it on, on what? In face value. Even just by coming to today's service, you have learned that you don't say, let's look at it in face value. On face value. I mean, I've had people work for me when I say, where is the phone? They say, it's in the table. I say, the phone cannot enter into the table. It's on the table. I gave my bag to somebody. The person went to put it in my boot. Then I said, where is the bag? He says, it's on the boot. The bag cannot be on the boot. It's in the boot. You le- the person learned it from church. Recently, I had one that blew my mind. You see the globe? How many of you know the globe? Now we have internet. We have to put it up for them to see. The globe. The world globe. You see, let's take like this as the globe. Okay, let's not use this globe then. Let's see. But this globe is a nicer globe. I heard people say that spa will live inside the globe. Because we live in the world. So this is the world. We live inside. Inside the ball. The ball. We are inside. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't live on that. Because the mind is that if we are outside, we'll fall down. <laughs> for that we live in no we live on on where you see africa that's so hey pastor so why why doesn't madagascar fall down (laughs) but as you are in church your mind is being improved you are being built up 
The difference between you and a doctor is how much the doctor's mind has been improved in medical things. The difference between you and a, a lawyer is how much the lawyer's mind has been improved on legal things. May your mind receive an improvement. Uh-huh, that's, that's the globe. No, we are not inside. We are, we are where you can see. Outside. On it. Yeah. So, Pastor, what is that? When it turns like this, the people on the other side, they don't fall down. Okay, what about if we go down under to New Zealand? Down under. Who fall, they, why don't they walk upside down? <laughs> Somebody even once asked me, Pastor, why, how, how, how can we go to a place where it's day and night at the same time? It's like, here is bright and here is dark. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Your mind is being improved. Exhortation. I said, I'm explaining these three words. These are the powerful, that's why Satan doesn't like you coming to church. That's why you are able to wake up every day, 7 a.m. to go to work. You are never late to go to school. You are never late. But when it gets to Sunday morning for you to go to church, no matter how much you force, by the time you realize, 10 o'clock, or church starts very late, 10 o'clock. The earliest you can is half 10 or 11. That's the, have you ever wondered why? You are able to make it to work at 7, but you can't make it to church at 10. The devil is seriously fighting against it because he knows what will happen to you. The second thing that happens to you is exhortation. You are exhorted. He that prophesied speaketh unto men and to edification, which is a charging up, a building up, and an influence. As you receive the right influence, look. Oh, you see, your life will be changing, your life will be better. Maybe you're a young girl moving around. You think that being asked for when you are... I mean, a lot of young girls, listen to me and hear me clearly. Maybe I should go on to the stage for this one because it's a bomb. So I can blast at your side and my side will be free. A lot of girls, in fact, not girls, they grow up physically before their minds catch up with them. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. No, this is not for you. It's for the timekeeper. They grow up. They develop all the natural resources before the mental resources come up to match it. So you see a girl, she's 17 years old. She has all the tools. All the tools, all the gadgets, all the things. Heavily armed. Fully equipped and heavily armed. To the teeth. But the mind is still a teenager, 17 years old. So if, if the, that person is not under a right influence, by the time you see, oh, she has destroyed herself before her brain catches up at 25. Hey, Pastor, how do you know? That's why 25, no husband, three children. How did they happen? Magic. Abracadabra. Bim, la, la, bim. Three children. Yeah. 
Look, three children are 25. Game over. No time added on. Game over. Look, it's not messy. It's a hard truth, but game over. Game. Shop closed. Yeah. That's why you are sitting here today to hear the truth. Yeah. So you, you may have developed all the things that you need. I'm telling you, keep it shut. When your mind meets up with your body, you will see that, hey, no, this thing is not for me. It is not the right way to go about it. Yeah, yeah you are arguing with me as I'm preaching. Why don't you wish that life for your children? One day a certain lady came to see me. And she described somebody who wanted to marry her. And, I, and, she, and she asked me for prayer. I said, you don't need prayer. You need common sense. I said, I will lay hands on you because it's free. But that's not what you need. Common sense is what you need. So, Pastor, I said, let me ask you a question. If your daughter came to see you with the same setup, and fortunately she had a daughter, with the same story, will you allow your daughter to marry the guy? He, she said, over my dead body. I said, but why do you want to marry? Marry? I said, eh. Exhortation, let's go for it. Exhortation. To exhort means to exert influence on somebody's decision, will and decision. With the intention to bring the person to a good and a morally accepted line of thought or way of doing things. It's very long. I said to exert influence on somebody's will and decisions. To bring them to a generally accepted and good way of doing things. As I'm preaching to you, I'm exerting influence over your will and your decisions. To bring you to a generally good way of doing things. Yeah, the more I preach to you, the more we listen to podcasts, the more we are being brought to a generally good and acceptable way of doing things. That's, that's what it means to exert. To exert influence on them. They are well. So usually you would have done this. But based on the things you have been hearing, 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 you rather choose this. Even, even this, our drama that we do, we saw the guy, I mean, a very, a very bad guy who had been introduced to, a, to the church. Then suddenly his life had turned around. Then this is this girl who had gone to America to go off. I mean, to go to be a fully blown tramp and has come back. I mean, bouncing all over the place, you know. Yo, daddy, yo, daddy, yo, daddy, yo, daddy, yo, daddy. Hey! This is instability. The child can't be stable. <laughs> yeah, they say her life is chiki chiki chaka chaka. <sighs> Anti-clockwise life. Messed up completely. It's being taken to church. So that their life will be influenced. Influence will be exerted on their will. That's why you shouldn't neglect any, any opportunity you have to go to church. 
Because the word of God, God by his word, even the word exhortation in the Greek is paraklesis, which is like the Holy Spirit, parakletos. You see, an influence. Yeah. An influence. Paraklesis. Sometimes you are in school instead of studying. You are just watching series after series. Series after. Every series you have watched it. Series after series. Then you come to a service. Then they say, look, study. Study. You must pass exams. This church, we pass exams. Yeah, you must pass exams. Don't go and write exam. I want to get 50. I want to escape. to escape what? Why don't you just pass and pass well? Now, if you are doing a first degree, whether with honest or dishonest, whichever one you are doing, 50-50, which is just passing, what it does, you may just pass and finish, but you can't do, go to the next stage. To even do your master's, you must have, I think, 65. Oh? Yeah. So, 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 but I finished. Yes, you have finished. You have, you have actually finished. You have ended. You have not only finished, you have ended. You can't add any more value to it. Where you have finished, yes, you got the certificate. You, we went for your graduation, but you have ended. I don't know if you understand. Finish and end, they don't always mean the same thing. Do you get it? Sometimes you finish something, but you can go on to another thing. But in this case, you have ended. You can't go anywhere again. Yeah. But I, I passed the matric, I got two, two, three, three, four, four. I mean, that thing, when you read it out, it's like a, a, a numbers combination to a safe. We don't know what to do with it. Or a phone number, which starts with an area code 0112 matric results. And the six is for life orientation. Or Zulu. And life orientation doesn't count for university. Yeah, zero 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 one one. Zero zero one is we are calling America. Zero one one is where Jobek. Your matric results, the symbol, so it's like we are calling Jobek. My wife says, at least let's call Pretoria. Zero zero one two. <laughs> but then you are spoken to, then your decisions change. It also means. To encourage. Exhortation means to encourage somebody under pressure. Sometimes there's so much pressure around us. Every girl has a blesser. When you look at your roommate and her pregnant blesser. By pregnancy, I mean he has a pot belly that is like an eight months pregnancy. say that one today. When you look at she's using an iPhone X and you are still using Motorola. When, when her phone rings, it mentions who's calling. 
When your phone rings, it says, Hello, motor. So you are under so much pressure to get yourself a blesser. To get a blesser. Yeah. She has Brazilian hair, Peruvian hair, Indian hair, any type of hair. And you, you just have to keep your Wakanda hairstyle like that. Wakanda forever. When you look at the way she changes her hairstyles, you are under so much pressure. But you come to church, then we exhort you, we encourage you that look, you can make it, take your time. A lot of beautiful girls never get to marry. I can't explain it today. See me later, I'll explain it. Yeah. Even one of the quickest things I can say is that they miss, they miss their time. They think their beauty is forever. Do you see? So they'll be beautiful forever. Yes, perhaps, maybe. Holding all factors constant. You'll be beautiful. But there's a state. You, every girl, you have a window that somebody chooses you to marry you. Once you pass that window, unless a miracle... Unless God. Yeah. And some of us unfortunately have run ourselves into an unless God situation. You will still be beautiful, but when the brothers look at you, all the brothers who are looking for people to marry, they will not look your way. That's when you start singing, oh brother proposed to me. Yeah. Sometimes you are there. People are trying to cheat in exams. Once we have reached exam season like this, people are trying to cheat. And you are also under pressure. People are buying the exams. They are see, some are sleeping with teaching assistants to get the exam in advance. Look, one day I told a friend of mine that. I mean, we're talking about another girl we know. And she got a first class. So when I told him that this girl got a first class, he said, oh. I said, oh, why do you say that? He said, oh, this is an STD. I said, what do you mean? What is an STD? So it's a sexually transmitted degree. Yeah. Yeah. It's not only diseases that are transmitted. Sometimes even demons. STD stands for sexually transmitted diseases. That's medically. Spiritually, it stands for sexually transmitted demons. Academically, it stands for sexually transmitted degree. <laughs> so depending on where you are and you say it and what it means. The guy told me this is an STD. She slept her way through. Because we all know her. Look, the first class people, when you meet them, you can see. You can feel it. Look, it's not even a clever, it's not even the clever people who get first class. You must have something extra. Because it's like if you are clever, 
you may get upper. But to get a first class, it means you must be on top of your game throughout all the year. All the years you are in school. It's not that easy. So when I say, oh, she got a first out, Apu, tell your neighbor Apu. Sexually transmitted disease. So sometimes you are also under pressure. Under pressure to do what everybody is doing. Then you come to church, then you are encouraged. No. I am, in the, I am doing the right thing. I'll continue doing what I'm doing. It also means to reassure somebody. Then it means to strengthen. Anytime we come to church, we are strengthened. There are so many things in life which are trying to weaken us. Sometimes, they, sometimes we become discouraged. Look at the problems in your marriage. You can't say, Pastor, I can't take it anymore. Pastor says, you can't take it. You have grace. God will fight for you. Don't give up at this point. Press on. You have come too far to give up. You have worked too hard to give up. Press on. Press on. Yeah. Strengthen somebody. Yeah. I've heard it so many times. Uh, Pastor, if I've not seen the devil before, come to my house on Friday evening. (laughs) I said, hold on. Believe God. God will pray. God will visit you. Sometimes you feel weak. Even sometimes there are financial issues. You are, you are, so, you are battled on every side. You don't know what to do. Sometimes even health reasons. Battled on every side. Pastor comes with the word of God. To strengthen you. So receive strength. Be strengthened. Stay on your ground. Stay on the road that you are on. Something good is in the way. We have come this far by staying on the road that we are on. Yeah. Sometimes you want to give up. Then you can't say, don't stagger. Don't stagger, baby. Press on. Press on. Some of you are writing matric, you are praying that you'll be sick so that the sickness will be an excuse for which you have come to tell you, don't stagger. Press on. Press on. Press on. Finally, to exhort means to put confidence in the troops. To put confidence in somebody. To put confidence. Sometimes life the way it is. When you look at the way month end is coming. And your landlord is licking his lips waiting for his rent. Today is the 30th. Tomorrow is 31st. And when you look at everything, you don't know what can happen between 30th and 31st to change your situation. You are so battled. And your landlord is sitting there and he's playing music. Your landlord says your rent is late. And if you worry, he makes it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. 
and he's grinning his teeth like a lion. Sitting there and he's watching you. <laughs> it's even worse when your rent is late and you are playing the song and your landlord is sitting there watching you. Sometimes you have lost confidence. Some people are moving around, they've lost confidence. Lost confidence. Try to be a stable Christian. Things didn't go well. You made one mistake here, another mistake here. You are so deflated. Anytime you are walking, you look down. Sometimes you even accuse other people. It's because of your own lack of confidence. So you try to find somebody to blame. Deflate. You wrote it last year. You are, writing, you are writing again this year. And when you look at the odds, you are not any different from where you were last year at this point. Therefore, it is only, you see, like doing one thing the same way and expecting a different result is also a mental case. I mean, you try to open the door this way, they didn't open then you try it again, expecting a different result. It's a mental case. I mean, you get 100% for perseverance and determination, but it's still a mental case. So you look at the situation and you see, my God, what is going to happen? Then you come to church. Then pastor says, today is a matrix service. God rolled back the waters of the Red Sea. He will do a miracle for you. He will help you. Maybe, maybe the one I talked about, maybe you made a mistake at one point, so you are so deflicted. Then you can pastor say, the righteous man, he falls seven times. But seven times, he rises again. He comes and say, wow, I can do it again. I can do it again. I mean, let me ask you a question. We are with you in the church. You have gone to make a mistake. Then, somebody who has also been making a mistake full time, then he has also come to the church. We have welcomed the person. Why won't we welcome you? You that we are with you, only going to make one mistake. Then this Rosalinda who has just come, having been making mistakes the whole year and she has just come. We have received her. Why do you think we won't receive you? Yeah. And number three, I finish. Comfort. Comfort. He says, exhortation, edification, and comfort. Comfort. To comfort means to suit. Sometimes somebody's in pain. You suit the person's pain. You suit the person's pain. Sometimes people go through difficult things. In the, in the book of Thessalonica, Paul writes to them, he says, people were dying in the church. People were very discouraged. Paul wrote to them, says, look, when we die, this is what happens when we die. When we die, we are buried. Then one day Jesus will come. Says, and then the trumpet shall sound. And the Lord shall descend from heaven with the shout of the archangel. Then the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we who be alive shall be caught up with them into glory. He says, tell them these things. Then he says, comfort them with these he said tell them this thing to suit their pain is the truth tell it to them it was when you come to it god's word comes to suit your pain so it's like yeah we know you are struggling but 
It's okay. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. There are some things that happen to us. You just need time. The only thing you need is time. No amount of laying hands on you will let it disappear. No amount of oil we pour on you will let it disappear. You need time. And time is, it's, I mean, it's one of the most difficult things. At that time, you need somebody to suit your pain so that you can, you can save the time that brings the healing. To suit. Number two means to reassure. To reassure. It's not over. It's not over. It is not over. I mean, somebody came to see me recently, analyze the person's life and everything. The person told me, look, nothing is working in my life. I said, hey, something is working in your life. Don't worry. Then I told the person, it is not over. We can make it happen. Let's work again. And let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. We can make it happen. I said, how much time do we have left? The person said, we have two two months left. I said, we can make it happen in these two months. Let's work again. Yeah, let's work. Reassurance. We have started working like a, a dog chasing a rabbit. Yeah, reassurance. Reassurance. It also means to encourage. To encourage. Encourage somebody. It's not every day that we are up. We are not up all. Are you up all the time? Sometimes you are up. Sometimes you are down. When it's up, it's up. When it's down, it's down. When it's halfway through, it's neither up or down. Sometimes you don't know whether you are up or down. You are in between. You are just hanging in there. So when you come to church, you are encouraged that, look, you can make it happen. It can work for you. I came to tell you today that things will work for you. Amen. Things will, even the things you feel like giving up on, they will work for you. Amen. Yeah, they will work for you. So when you feel like giving up on you, on, oh, a wind of change is going to blow on them. Amen. And there will be a rapid turnaround. Some of the situations that you feel like giving up on, a wind is going to blow and there will be a turnaround. Yeah, there will be a turnaround. Be a, sometimes you have had one problem for a long time. And you feel, look, this thing, maybe it's my case. It's not your case. A wind of change is going to blow and there's going to be a rapid turnaround. I see a turnaround coming. First, First Thessalonians 5, Paul is speaking again. He says, brethren, I exhort you, therefore, that ye warn them that behave unruly. Comfort the feeble-hearted. He said, comfort those whose hearts are weak. Sometimes your heart is weak. He said, comfort them, soothe them, encourage them, reassure them. Tell them you can make a try again. When we're young, they let us learn a rhyme. Try again. It's a lesson you should know. Try again. If at first you don't succeed, try again. I watched a movie just this a few days ago where a guy, I think he's playing at the cinema. See if you get it. It's called Night School. If you get a chance, go and watch it. 
If you're writing my trick, watch it later. It will be on Netflix later. You watch it. There was a guy, he had he failed to write matric, and he, he had become old. And he grew up, when he grew up, he had to write it again to get a job. He wrote, he failed, wrote. I mean, he wrote and failed so many times that now everybody, if, if I was the whole community was writing the exam with him. He tried and tried until he eventually passed so they thought that if you try it, if you try it again, eh, Pastor, but I proposed to this girl, she bounced me, proposed to another girl. <laughs> uh, but three people have bounced me. Oh, in China alone, there are 1.5 billion people who are looking for a husband. You can get one. I said, look, propose to another one. Yeah. You may not be right for a four, but maybe you are Ninox's dream. Yeah. Eh, but eh, eh, if I will say it's her reject, her what? Her what? When did she start making human beings to get a reject? She didn't know what was good for her. Yeah. Even today, I saw somebody, an original guy who was supposed to marry her, didn't marry her. Then somebody else married her. She's happy and blessed. And that guy, today, all his problems are related to not marrying that girl. Today, every problem he has in the world, I say it again as I close, every problem he has in the whole world is related to missing that window of marrying that girl. That's all. Because that girl was bringing a solution into his life. That would have solved. I said, it's a master key to that. Solve all the, every day when he talks about any, any problem he talks about, I can connect it to that. <laughs> if it's sometimes, I said, if you had married this girl, we won't be talking about this problem today. The other guy who has married a girl, he's cruising is enjoying the girl moving, collecting greetings. Hello, Ayo, Ayo, over there. Well, my wife and I, we love you. Want to say a goodbye to all of you. Please, wife, say hello to them. Hello. Yes, go and sit down before something happens to you. <laughs> Church of God. Any time you are called to come, basenta, center, gathering service, never say, I'm tired, I feel sleepy, I have to wash, I have to clean, I have to cook, I have to go and shop, I have to study, I have to do this, I have to do that. Because when you come, God is edifying you. God is exhorting you and God is comforting you. He's releasing strength into your life. Strength. Yeah. Ever since I got born again up till today, I don't miss church. Oh, no, no, I don't. Church. Oh. 
missed it. One day, I missed church service. Let me explain to you. I traveled to another country. When I got back, I went home to put my things at home to get ready for church. By the time I could put my things at home and get to the church, they were sharing their grace. That's the closest I have come to missing church service. The closest I have ever come. When I entered the church, Bishop was standing on the stage and they were sharing the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus, so I also got a neighbor. May the grace of our Lord Jesus, the Lord of God, that's the closest I have come in the, since 1996 wow. up to today. That's the closest. You can miss church as though there's nothing at stake. Hey! Look, recently we found out, my wife and I found ourselves in another part of the world. And we tried to call the pastor to help us to get to the church. We, we, the pastor was not responding. Then my wife said, let's go and look for the church. We don't speak the language. We don't know anybody. We dressed up. We are going to the church. Yeah. We are go- wherever it is, we found it on Google. Then we started. We are going to go till we find the church. If we have been able to find our way to where we are, from where we are coming from, then the church there will find it. Look for it. Just when we got ready, the pastor calls. Oh, hello, I'm sorry. Can you please come and preach in my church? I said, what sort of I'm sending somebody to come and pick you. I said, now you are talking. Now you are talking. Now you are talking. We were determined to go and find a church for ourselves. God, may you never miss a gathering for any reason. May you never. Hey, Pastor, what if I'm writing? You knew you were writing from the beginning of the year. You better start studying straight away so that you are always ready. Always ready. Always ready. Because when you don't go, you are missing out on your strengthening. You are missing out on your encouragement. You are missing out on your reassurance. You are missing out on being influenced in the right direction. You are missing out on being comfort. The one that even surprises me the most is when people say, I, 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 I feel down. I feel down. That's why you must go to church. Because when you buy that, by the time we finish, even to, to, to comfort means to cheer up. To cheer up. Some of us come to church heavy. By the time we go home, we have laughed. Ah, we are not even light. Yeah. I mean, if you have not lied to laughed today in this service, after church, come, let me lay hands on you. Because it's a demonic problem. Yeah. You become cheered up. And then you, I pray that all of us will open ourselves to comfort, to edification, and to exhortation. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. Lift your hands wherever you are. Let's pray shortly as we close. We're also going to pray for those who are writing matric quickly. Lift your hands. Let's pray. Father, behold every hand that is lifted up. Touch our lives. Touch our lives. Come with a grace that will help us to stay in the assembly regularly and consistently that growth will come to us. 
pray. Every hand that is lifted up, as we get to the end of the year, anything they are expecting, their expectations for 2018, may it not be cut short. Visit them. Visit us, Lord, with your breakthroughs and your miracles. Let it come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. Shut the voice of the accuser and the evil one against your children. Help us to cross the line with victory and with the chant. Your word said, when God turned again the captivity of Zion, we're like them that dreamt. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our hearts with singing. Then said they that are in the hidden, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us wherewith we rejoice. May we hold that great thing you have done for us and rejoice. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say your loudest, Amen. This week you are due for a breakthrough. And it will come to pass in the name of Jesus. You are here this morning and say, Pastor, I don't know Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. But I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. If you are here like that with every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, please pray with me. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you quickly. You are here like that. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Pastor, I, want to, I don't want to go to hell. Please lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. If your hand is lifted up, come to me in the front. I'll pray with you quickly. You lifted up your hand. Come, I'll pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. Pray with me. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. This is your moment. This is your day. This is your moment. This is your day. This is your moment. This is your day. This is your day. This is your time of liberty. Your time of freedom. Your time of bread. This is it. 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 If you are here, pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Pray with me, please. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess you as the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for these three. Indeed, let their names be written in the Lamb's book of life. Let them be filled with your spirit, cleansed with your blood. Let them stand before you in the purity of Christ. Lord, help them. Help them in their lives and in their walk with you. Out of these three raised pastors, leaders, Christians, lives, changed lives, people of influence and affluence, in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Amen.
wonderful. Ada, how are you? What's your name? Spokasi, and you? Apelele. Yeah. Elvis, like Elvis Presley. Wow. The brother over there, the sister over there, they have something nice for you. They want to give it to you, then you drink. Wow. We also want to pray for your writing matric. Your writing matric, just come, let me pray with you quickly. Your writing matric, all those who are writing matric. Pray for favor over your life. Stretch your hands from the back towards them. This is just a short prayer. Just stretch your hand. Everybody stretch your hand towards them. Pray for favor, for grace, for them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, favor, 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 excellence. As you gave Daniel excellence and the three Hebrew boys, give your children excellence, Lord. In this exam they are going to write, Lord. Even that they have already started, favor them. Favor them. Highlight their strengths. Highlight their strengths. Lead them by your spirit. Lead them by your spirit. Lead them. Guide them. Help them. Help them, oh God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everything that hinders them emotionally, financially, health-wise. Lord, help them. Give them victory over it. Give them victory over it. Let the eyes of their understanding be enlightened. That they will come out victorious. May these ones be in university next year. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I pray. Anything that discourages them. I attack it in the name of Jesus. I attack it in the name of Jesus. And I claim victory for them. Lord. Fear. I curse the spirit of fear. Grant your children boldness and soundness of mind. That they will write this exam as victors. In the name of Jesus. Let us record countless testimonies. Countless testimonies. In the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus name. Amen. Wow. We have some gifts for you. If I can have one person here. I want to give it to you myself. Ne? It's a pack, it's a pencil, a pen, a ruler. Wow, what a church and a shop now. Kabasataya. And it has our church logo on it. I mean, you, you a church doesn't get better than this. I mean, you can't find it anywhere. You can this is it. This is it. That's what's up. Tell your neighbor that's what's up. Yeah, this is it. What's up? You don't get it better than it. That's what's up. Yeah, it doesn't get better than this. Wow. Congratulations. Give high five. Congratulations. Lipondo. 
My God. That's it. Please, if I'm too tall, you can ask me to come down again. Look, add power to your high five. It's a it's a high five for victory. Bruh, I'm counting on you. Just don't break my wrist. Yeah. The power is weak. Let's try it again. No, no, no. Low battery power. Yeah. Great. give it to them, then I give them the high five. It will be quicker. Hey! My man! Oh, you just get it done. Get it done. Get it done. Yeah. Your mother has been teaching my children to do it in style. Yeah? And you too. Debbie! You have been showing me the time at the back. Do it in style. Who's next? If I've, if I've given you a high five, please go to your seat. But if I've not given you a high five. No, no, no. That, my trick, my trick. My trick, my trick. Wow. Amazing. Let's also pray for um, Joe and Gail. It's their wedding anniversary. It's also Joe's 40th birthday. Yay, 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 yay. This is Big Joe. No, you let them see you first. Big Joe. Oh, please. Gil, come up. This is Big Joe and his lovely wife. You know, listen up. We used to call him Joe. Then, on his wife's birthday, he bought his wife a car. As a birthday present, we promoted him from Joe to Big Joe. So from that time, we call him Big Joe. So we don't call him Big Joe because, I mean, he's total. No, we call him Big Joe because of the things he can do. May you do big things. So it's, it's, it's your wedding anniversary. How many years? Three years. Wow. And, and, and they, they, are very, they, they are very happy. No, they are happy. Uh, don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe what haters are saying. They are happy. Haters will say that they are not happy. But I'm telling you, they are happy. Yeah, they are happy. We are getting better day after day. You are getting better at criticizing us, but we are getting better at enjoying our lives. Yeah. And there are better days ahead. Hallelujah. I want to pray for them. Stretch your hands. Let's pray for them. Father, thank you for Joe. Thank you for Gail. Thank you on this wonderful occasion of their anniversary, as well as Joe's birthday. We pray. That the blessing of God that makes rich and adds no sorrow 
locate them right now in the name of Jesus. Let a season of fruitfulness, a season of prosperity, a season of progress, a season of growth, a season of joy and excitement, let it begin now in the name of Jesus. As they are like a tree planted by the rivers of water, let them bring forth their fruit in their season. And I declare that that season is now. May their leaves not wither. Let their children flourish in their presence. In the name of Jesus. Let them see the children do well. I pray for excellence. For joy and for peace of mind. In the home. Lord, make up for our shortcomings. We know we are weak. You know we are weak. Your word says that as a father pitieth his child, so the Lord pitieth. As a father pitieth his daughter, so the Lord pitieth his children. For he knows they are free, that they are weak. So you know we are weak, but strengthen us. Cover for our weaknesses. Cover for where we are short. Cover for where we don't do the right thing. Cover for us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And break out our strengths. Let, let our strength be magnified, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let this marriage see more years, more years of excitement, more years of joy, more years of happiness in the name of Jesus. Let this marriage be an example. Shut the mouth of the accuser. Shut the mouth of the evil one. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. Give them life. Visit them in the area of their health. Lord, what we can't see with our eyes. Stretch your healing hand and heal, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Thank you very much. Wow. You may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. My God. One of these days, you'll be the one who call in front to pray for. I feel somebody is going to call me soon to come and dedicate their car. I don't know who it is. It looks like you. It looks like me. It looks like someone by your side. Yeah. Do you know this song? The Lord will bless someone today. 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 It may be you. It may be me, it may be someone by your side. It may be you, it may be me, it may be someone by my side. The Lord will bless someone today. 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 It may be me. 
It may be you, it may be someone by your side. It may be me, it may be you, it may be. Stand to your feet, let's shake ourselves. Oh, that Lord, oh. The Lord will bless someone today. The Lord will bless. Let's try it again. The Lord will bless someone. The Lord will bless someone today. The Lord will bless someone today. The Lord will. It may be me. It may be me. It may be you. It may be someone. It may be me. It may be you, it may be who can it be? It may be me, it may be you, it may be someone. What's the Lord going to do? The Lord will bless someone. The Lord will bless someone. Hear you. What's the Lord going to do? The Lord will bless Transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.